Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Good Place. Discussing season one, episode one, titled Everything is Fine. Alright. We have uh, begun yet again a journey into a show, this time The Good Place, uh, a series that I absolutely adore every single second of. Uh, and boy, does it start off really, really good. This is an amazing, amazing pilot. In fact, honestly. I would make the case that this pilot is better after you've watched the entire show at least once through. Like, this pilot gets retroactively better after you've watched every single second of the series and sort of know where the story goes. Because this show is very complex. Like, it is not your typical network sitcom. Like, there is a lot going on there. It is very densely packed. Uh, Its story, its characters, its themes, its world building, like, everything about it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot to dive into. And to be honest, it's kind of amazing how much they were able to pack in to a relatively short four-season run, a relatively short 50 episodes. Like, it's amazing how densely packed this lore is and how much complexity they were able to inject into, again, a network sitcom. This was on NBC, for Christ's sake. Like, it's amazing how much complexity and how much nuance uh, and how much depth they were able to inject into this series. And it would have been so easy for this pilot just to... Throw it all on you at once. Throw it, throw all the themes, all the character bits, all the stuff you need to know, and like all the world building. It would have been so easy for the pilot to just feel like this deluge of just, here's everything this show is, and feel overwhelming. Uh, But no, they do a great job of easing you in. Of sort of guiding you, like, bit by bit, sort of tiptoeing through. Just like, okay, here's this one piece. You got that? Let it sink in. Okay, here's this next piece. You got that? Let it sink in. Okay, here's this next piece. Like, this pilot does a great job of sort of being deceptively simple. Sort of easing you in to this very, very very complex lore. Like, this really, really dense story that they're about to tell. Like, they do a great job of sort of slowly guiding you into it. Slowly easing you into it. Uh, And by the way, before I go any further, I have to say on the technical side of things, 
God, is this cast perfection. Oh my God. Everyone in this show is incredible. Uh, Kristen Bell is amazing. William Jackson Harper is spectacular. And honestly, I think the breakout of this show... Uh, Darcy Carden, Jamila DeMille, Manny Jacinto, Ted Danson. My God, Ted Danson is great in this thing. Uh, this is a God-tier cast, and I love all of them, and they all do some really, really incredible work. And I, I cannot praise them enough. This cast is, this is one of the best ensembles in television history. Like, I don't think that is hyperbole to say, like, this is one of the best ensemble casts in the entirety of this medium. And I cannot praise them enough. Uh, but we have this great cast playing these really, really engaging characters that this show does a great job of sort of giving you the basics on very, very quickly. God damn, is this show funny. Like, good God, the humor in this show is so perfect, it is so well written, the comedic timing is great, the writing is perfect, it is very, very smart, like, every single joke in this show lands to a really spectacular extent. Like, it just has such a great sense of humor, and the writing is just so pointed and so strong. And, like, so crisp and amazing. Uh, and right off the bat, you get the start of this episode. They do some really great world building. Uh, again, they could have very easily given you every single little piece of this world very, very quickly. They could have given you all the information right at the start and had it be just overwhelming and feel very exposition-y. Like, there's a lot of world building in this show, in this pilot specifically, between the idea of, yes, there's a good place, yes, there's a bad place, uh, every religion got it about 5% right, but mostly everyone was wrong, there's soulmates, there was a point system for your life that sort of accumulated all the good and bad you did, uh, there's <laughs> self-censoring in this good place neighborhood uh, with the uh, <laughs> fork and bull shirt and bench and ash hole. <laughs> I love the swearing in the good place. The swearing in the good place is so good. It's such a simple idea. It's such a simple joke. That they keep going back to. And something about... They always find a way to keep it funny. It never gets old. Like, the swearing in the good place is always hilarious. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just a simple man. Uh, they had to explain the concept of neighborhoods. Uh, that, like, exactly this many people live in a certain neighborhood. That all uh, exist harmoniously and yada yada yada. Uh, the idea of Janet, who's basically just, like, a walking database. Like, they have to give you so many pieces of world building. So many glimpses into the mechanics of how this afterlife works. How the good place works. How all of this operates. And they have to give it all to you very, very early on. 
And it's remarkable. It's absolutely remarkable how they were able to do that without it ever feeling like exposition. Uh, Because they, like, mask it with a joke or uh, say it in a fairly naturalistic way uh, or do something insane. Like, I especially love... (laughs) I especially love how they casually drop the whole... Yeah, we kind of erase the memories of embarrassing deaths or traumatic deaths. Uh, You specifically, Kristen Bell, uh, you bent over in a parking lot to hit, uh, uh, to get some margarita mix and a row of shopping carts just came at you and just ran you over, but it actually pushed you into traffic and you got run over for realsies by a truck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with a billboard on it that said uh, that that was advertising an erectile dysfunction pill. Actually, funny enough, one of the EMTs on scene was your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that scene where Ted Danson is such just like explaining to Kristen Bell why she died. Uh, Michael's explaining to Eleanor how she died. It's just oh, it's perfect. Um. And the houses. I love how it's like, yes, all the houses uh, are there to uh, reflect your essence. And then immediately Kristen Bell's like, oh, so that's why mine is this lovely little cottage and someone else's is a giant mansion literally right next door. And they immediately zoom out and there's this cartoonishly big mansion (laughs) that completely dwarfs her house. Uh, but, yeah, they sort of get you into the mechanics of all this. Get you into the world building of all this very, very quickly. And then, they completely, uh, pull the rug out from under you. They spend, like, a lot of, like, the first third to half of this episode going, Everything's perfect. Everything's perfect. Everything's perfect. Everything's perfect. Everything's perfect. You meet Chidi, Eleanor's soulmate. Everything's perfect. Everything's perfect. Look how great your life was. You were a lawyer who got people off death row. You did a big humanitarian mission to... What was it? The Ukraine? I can't remember. Uh, Look how great everything is. Everything's perfect. You're among good people now. Everything's amazing. And then they pull the rug out from under you when Eleanor tells Chidi, uh, Hey, by the way, those aren't my memories. This isn't my life. They got this horribly wrong. There's been a huge mistake. I'm not supposed to be here. And instantly everything shifts and this becomes the really, really solid uh, comedic premise of what if we had the worst person in a land of just the absolute best people? Like, what if we had the absolute best people surrounding just an asshole uh, who (laughs) spent her life defrauding the elderly on fake medicine? But I was actually the top salesperson. That's worse, though. You get how that's worse, right? (laughs) Love that moment. (laughs) Uh, But... And we then have, like, Eleanor refusing to tell Michael, refusing to come clean. Because, like, what if I end up in the bad place? What if I end up in the bad place? I can't risk going to the bad place. We get that moment where Janet plays a brief audio clip from the bad place. (laughs) And it's just, like, 
blood-curdling screams. <laughs> uh, God, this show's funny. This show is so perfect on the humor. Apologies in advance. A lot of this breakdown is going to be me recalling jokes and then bursting out into laughter because this this humor still lands. This humor still lands however many years later. But we have this bit where Eleanor is lying and lying and lying, trying to pretend she's a good person when she's really obviously not. Not doing a very good job at it. Forcing Chidi to hide. And I love the moment where it's just like, oh, what were you in, in your life? I was a professor of ethics and moral philosophy. <laughs> like the worst person to act, for Eleanor to ask to lie about this. <laughs> the absolute worst person they could have possibly had <laughs> lying. <laughs> uh, and we get this great party sequence at Tahani's house. And Eleanor is just slowly on this spiral, like getting drunk, stealing a bunch of shrimp and shoving them into her bra, uh, talking about how much everyone sucks. Oh, that Tahani, she's a real... Uh, she's a real bitch. So condescending. Uh, and just, just being the worst. Just being a horrible, horrible human. And not doing a very good job of hiding it. And then we get the next morning. And suddenly, everything's in chaos. Everyone's wearing blue and yellow. Uh, there's giant animals everywhere. Giraffes, giant frogs, giant ladybugs, all that. Uh, there's Ariana Grande music blasting because <laughs> Eleanor couldn't pronounce Chidi's last name and eventually got to Ariana Grande. <laughs> so there's Ariana Grande music blasting everywhere. There's giant shrimp flying in the sky. <laughs> it, like, just this utter chaos, and it becomes very, very clear that Eleanor is causing this. Eleanor is not supposed to be there, uh, and her presence and being a bad person is just effing it all up. It's just throwing a wrench into the works and just destroying everything. And then we get this great ending where Eleanor and Chidi are in their house arguing over this, and Eleanor's like, oh, you're, a, you're an ethics and philosophy professor teach me teach me how to be a good person teach me how to be good let me earn my place here so i don't have to go to the bad place and now chidi's being backed into this insane proposition as michael's like calling an emergency meeting and eleanor can't go out there because she's the only one not wearing blue and yellow if if she goes out there in the normal clothes. It'll become very apparent that she's the one mucking it all up. Uh, and so we kind of end off on that cliffhanger. And so the show begins. So the uh, so the show begins. Good God, this... I can't wait to dive into this insane-ass series. It's, it's just... It's bonkers and amazing, and I... I love it so much. It's so good. Anyway, 
Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday to Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that's doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 2. Talk to you then.